guys, welcome to the Just a Girl in Her Battle podcast. My name is Liv, I'm your host. I'm so glad you're here. This is a place where we can talk about God, Jesus, relationships, all kinds of stuff that people don't normally talk about publicly, but we're going to talk about it here. So if it's your first time, welcome. If it's your second or third or whatever time, welcome back. I'm so excited and so happy that you're here. Hey guys, welcome back to Just a Girl and Her Bible. My name's Liv. I get to be your host on this podcast. Uh, Most of you guys that listen to this um, are either my friends, follow me on social media, family, and then I'm sure there's a group of people out there who don't know me, but the quick rundown, I'm 24 years old. I live in South Florida. Um, I've been getting out of college my whole adult life, uh, so a semi-college student. Um, I work uh, full-time, a full-time corporate kind of job. I am a young mom, single mom. Um, I have an eight, almost nine-year-old son, and I had him when I was 16. Uh, I was saved just a few years ago um, in 2018 and have been running and gunning um, the best I know how since then after Christ. Um, So I've taken a long break. I haven't made a podcast since December. So I decided to launch just a brand new season um, and really talk about what God has one been doing in my life. And then if you've listened before, or if it's your first time, um, just depending on what God puts on my heart, I normally will teach something or speak on a topic or just share a word that the Lord has placed on me to share. Um, So today's going to be a little bit of both of just like catching up. And I'm sure a lot of people have questions. I like dipped off social media, which I've always been on and off with social media, as in I can go literally years without touching Instagram. I think from like 18 to 22-ish, I didn't even have Instagram. So I literally only made an Instagram account when um, I was back into uh, working a content creating kind of job, uh, marketing, social media stuff. And I said, you know, why would I be doing this for worldly things and not for Christ? So the pure uh, reason for my Instagram is just to tell people about Jesus, people that have known me for a long time, who've seen me become like this young teen mom to like this now adult woman caring for her son and uh, just trying to navigate life because life is so weird um but yeah I was in a semi kind of relationship ish kind of thing last year uh for you know several months and I really believed you know that was from God and I believed that It was a good thing. And I'm not saying it wasn't a good thing. It definitely played its part in my development and my growth. It was necessary, uh, but things did not work out um, to honor him. At the very most, he is a great person. He's helped me grow as a woman a lot. um, And I'm really grateful for the time that was spent together. But I definitely feel like God is calling me into a new season, um, a new thing. And I just want to encourage anyone who's out there who went through a breakup or um, some kind of grief of a person, you know, it doesn't even have to be like you guys were dating, but you just were in this rhythm with someone. I want to encourage you, keep the rhythm with Jesus. 
while you wait. It is so important. I think it's so easy to say like, God is so good when God gives you a blessing or like, God, give me, give me, give me uh, when you don't have the blessing just yet. But it's really important to just keep a rhythm. Your rhythm should not change based on who is in or out your life. Like your relationship with Jesus is first. And something I'm always preaching about, teaching about, um, encouraging other women in my life or that I have influence with is that intimacy with Jesus is number one. Like if you can't lay down and just rest, as in no phone, no computer, no TV, and just like sit by yourself and feel the presence of the Lord, there is something wrong. You are not ready to be a godly wife. And now listen, there's two kinds of people out there, like two kinds of wives. Well, there's a lot of kinds of wives, but there's two, I think, mainstream, like biblical kind of wives. There's godly wives and then there's wives who live their life for Christ. So like you can be a godly wife and read your Bible, know the Lord, um, you know, Proverbs 31-ish it out, like you're cleaning, you're cooking, you're working, you take care of the kids, you take care of your man. But to be a, a woman of God who has a deep, intimate relationship before marriage, during marriage, and then so so forward after that, I think is more about living that intimacy that you want with your husband with Jesus first. So like in the day-to-day, what is your routine like? What are you doing in between while you're waiting or while you're grieving even through a breakup or losing someone uh, that was significant and that you thought maybe was your husband or the one that God sent from you? Like, how do you process that? Are you processing it with friends? Are you just like I'm out of the dating world? Are you plunging into things that you should not be plunging into? And listen, guys, I have done it all. Okay. Like I am not perfect. I definitely, um, jumped into things way too fast. Sometimes I've isolated myself. I've laid in bed for, you know, a whole day, just not wanting to talk or do anything. And this is why community is super important. And this is kind of the heart of why I want, where I wanted to take today anyways, um, while also giving you guys a valid update on my life and what happened and not going to like give all the details. I definitely want to honor the person, but it's five months later, almost six months later. I feel like God has done amazing things in my heart and in my life in this season. Um, And the biggest thing that the Lord just has me so thankful for right now is community, guys, community. Like I actually took a big step out of big ministry in this last season. If you know me, your girl's a church girl, like Ever since I walked into my home church, you know, when I was 18 years old with a two-year-old on my hip, I just fell in love. And it did take me a couple of years to start serving. I mean, I literally just attended regularly for two years. I was not um, like, you know, uh, serving in a high capacity role. I was like serving in kids and students ministry and just like being low key. Like I didn't know what God had for me at that point. I didn't know the anointing and the calling on my life. God did not reveal that then. I just felt like I was going to spend forever in this setting, in this house, in this, uh, in, in God's church. And that doesn't mean just one church. It means just his church. And um, I formed a lot of my identity as a woman, as Olivia, 
as to who I was in this church. And I think this is really easy for a lot of young people, especially when you're in school for ministry, studying ministry. Um, it's so easy to just be like, I just can't wait to be this, like a pastor or a student's leader or a group leader or um, a church leader, like whatever it is, your title, worship leader, uh, creative, like whatever it is, I just can't wait to be this. And I was always operating out of love, but also wanting to over exceed expectations because I always want to be the best. That is, you know, a blessing and a curse. I want to be the best at everything I do at my job. I want to be the best. I want to be the most reliable, the kindest, the best performing employee. I want to always show up um, and be first in, first out. This is who God has created me to be. I do this with everything, my relationships, my friendships. And, um, you know, I started Live Through Faith Ministries, um, you know, a few years ago. It really took off last year where we made it legitimate and got our 501 uh, stuff taken care of and made it a nonprofit. And we've been running and gunning and uh, God's been so good through the ministry. But, you know, as I was holding all these things, you know, being a high capacity leader in the church um, and the young adults ministry and in school and being a mother and in this relationship and live through faith ministries and, and, and all these friendships and, and all these things, right. Doing the podcast, um, building out merch, doing content, you know, it was so much I was holding and it never felt, you know, like I was holding so much at that time. It felt like I was just doing all the things God created me to do. And I do think God's created me to do all these great things in the right season and with the right people. So in December, when this breakup happened, obviously it was hard for me because this is someone that I was running and gunning doing ministry with. I was publicly with this person in the church. Uh, we weren't um, officially like a boyfriend and girlfriend thing because you know, if you're around me for any amount of time and ask about my relationship status or whatever, I always say I'm going from best friend to husband and wife. Like I don't have the interest of being someone's girlfriend because I'm not a girlfriend, I'm a wife. And that's a whole podcast in and of itself. But I always like carry this, this, um, you know, I don't know how to say it. I just carry this uh, burden, a good burden, uh, a light, a joy that I'm not walking around here aimlessly. I'm the wife of Christ. I know Jesus loves me and I serve him as I should. And um, I know that I'm someone's wife and I feel like it's a part of my call. I feel like uh, the Lord has just embedded this desire in my heart uh, for so much, something so much deeper than just, you know, I think there's a kingdom purpose behind my marriage. And so I refuse to settle. I don't want to small talk. I don't want to go on dates. I don't want to um, waste time, your time, my time. I just want to be preparing and prepared for when my husband does find me that he's like, oh my gosh, what the heck? This is my wife. And he'll know. And I know he'll know. And um, in this, like in between season of, you know, when this happened and then, um, you know, because it was such a public, um, you know, all eyes on us, it felt like for me, even though it may have not been that way, it did feel that way for me because we were serving our church together, going to church together and taking care of the ministry together. I felt like it was really necessary for me just to pull away. And who is 
live? Who is Olivia without ministry? Who is Olivia without being a pastor? Who is Olivia without this relationship? Like, who is she just with Jesus and Olivia? And, you know, right in that season, um, my job, you know, I had quit my job last year uh, for almost a full year or about like seven, eight months um, to do this, to do ministry, to do live through faith, to serve, to go to school for ministry. And I got an offer back for my job, like, hey, like, come back. Something happened. Um, we want you to be, we need, not even we want, we need you to be full time for, for this next season. And I was like, okay, like, I think this is from the Lord. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I, I wasn't going to school now. I wasn't you know, in the church now, it was like this weird empty week of just trying to find the rhythm of just being a mom um, to a son who's older. He's not a baby. He doesn't need me like he used to. Um, He wants his space, like he wants to do his own thing and just feeling really alone. So, and I didn't share with anyone what had happened. Like it wasn't a public kind of thing. We never posted stuff like on social media like that. And um, so it's like, no one would know until I came back to church essentially and I was going to be by myself. But um, And like the ministry, of course, would feel it because we led together, you know, teachings and um, mission opportunities and stuff like that. And so we uh, when I, you know, just pulled back from everything, I I continued to do the outreaches for Live Through Faith because, you know, again, if you hang around me for any amount of time, it's like, what would Jesus be doing? Would he really be in a big church front row, you know, hands up or would he be in the streets late at night? looking and serving people um, that feel broken and lost and without a place. And I don't, I can't imagine that Jesus would just, um, you know, be in the big churches. I think the Lord would, I know, I don't think, I know Jesus would would be out here looking um, and finding the the one. So I felt really convicted to continue the outreaches and and we did uh, live through faith, continue to do that, but we stopped teaching for a while. um, And I just really sat. Um, with the Lord and community is so important because I have always been a really anxious person. I have always overthought things. I'm very analytical. Um, My mind works very like intricately as in I just overread everything. I'm a really great writer because of that. I read intensely and I look beyond the lines, but it's really, it can get toxic really quick, like in someone's head when they think like this and it happens for me. And so um, in the season of, you know, just being alone um, and not engaging in conversations, honoring what happened because nothing bad essentially happened. Like it wasn't like this, you know, dramatic thing. It was just not it. And, um, you know, I, I just paused. Like, it literally felt like a pause button. Like, it wasn't like it was over. I mean, there were thoughts in my head that were like, maybe God really didn't call me this, call me to do this ministry. Maybe I'm just called to work full time since they're wanting to bring me back. And, you know, I make such good money and it's such a good job. And I love the people and all these things. And God really spoke in my heart after I started going back to work and was still in my rhythm, like, like my daily rhythm, like reading my Bible and listening to worship and praying on my knees and, and fasting and seeking the Lord. It was like, you can do both. And I want you to do both right now. You can work this job and provide for your son and you and live this certain kind of lifestyle um, that I want you to live because you're my daughter and I want to take care of you. And you can 
do ministry and serve. And you don't have to serve in the highest capacity role. You don't need to um, do all these things. You can serve with me and alongside me and I will open doors at the right time. And um, these are things, of course, that people have said to me, but it's different when Jesus says it versus when people say it. And I, um, you know, slowly started stepping back into ministry and it took me months. It took me a long time to just feel open to that. And God just started sending the right people. I started exploring, um, not going to churches on Sundays, but interacting with church leaders in the community. And one of my really good friends, um, he just always like has loved me and, and just been there for me. And he's always like, just talked about live through faith ministries and really launched it forward in networking. And he, his name is justice. And he called me and he was like, Hey, I have someone uh, that I really want you to meet. And all these great things. And I went and met this pastor who's really just like loved on our ministry, loved on me, loved on the community, has gone out there and served with us, Pastor Sean um, at Church in the Palms and in Lake Worth and just really been a light for us, uh, like a breath of fresh air of just uh, leading, helping lead the ministry and cover it um, in prayer and, and just realistic tools as well, like giving us spaces to work in and all these different things. Um, so that has been, you know, a really great part of the season. And, and just, again, networking with new churches, meeting new pastors, uh, right here in Lake Worth, where, where we're based out of is really important. And just getting back to that rhythm of, uh, serving with, with just love and with grace and there's no expectation, um, is really important. And the community that surrounded me in the season of just like, oh my gosh, like love that I don't deserve, like just pulling up on me, coming to my house, serving me, like, you know, making sure that I'm okay, making sure Isaac's okay, that Isaac's loved and seen um, in the midst of all this. And as someone who struggled with anxiety, you know, my entire life, since I can remember, since a little girl, I've had um, things happen to me that shouldn't happen to little girls. And that has affected me as a woman of just my eyes, um, the way I view the world and the way I receive the world is different. And it's been really important to have the right people in my life. And I thank God all the time just for these people, for the men, the friends, the women, um, the pastors um, who have seen me and heard me when I didn't reach out and when I didn't call and when I didn't show up um, has been so special. And I've been really praying about what ministry and church I'm meant to just root in um, to me, being biblically fed is so important. And uh, praying, like just being around people who want to pray is everything to me. Like I just, I'm a girl, I love to serve and I love to pray. Like those are, that's my love language and coffee. Like, you know what I mean? If I have those three things, like I'm such a happy girl. Like I would rather sit in a circle with my Bible on my lap and pray for an hour than get on a platform and preach. Like I just love to pray. And I love to seek and I love to hear the Lord and I love to hear what God speaks to other people, um, not just, you know, on my behalf, but on behalf of his city and his county and his state and, and what he wants to do here uh, regionally. So that way we can be equipped to go out into the world one day because we're so young. You know, the people that God has given me um, influence with and, and our ministry is just built on a young generation of people, the next gen. Um, of leaders. And I think this season is just so, so important. 
Um, and you can be awkward and weird and silly and still make friends is something that God has just spoken to me so much. Like, I don't need to be uh, perfect in any way, shape, or form. Like, people have just loved my quirkiness and how I am. And the way you are right now, you know, there may be some things that God wants to work in your heart. There's always something God wants to work in your heart, through your heart, for your heart. Um, but you are his first priority. And God sends people in your life to be a light, to show you the things that maybe need some cleaning up and maybe just needs a, a hug in. And I know that in this season, uh, people send me messages like, you must be like so sad, like I'm so sorry. And I know, like, I am so grateful that that this happened. I'm grateful that God has just revealed himself to me over and over again, has drawn me closer and closer to him. And I know the best is yet to come. And I'm living in the days that I've prayed for. And there's peace and there's love and there's grace and there's joy. And I'm happy to be finding my rhythm again of just doing like this, like the podcast and talking to you guys for a little bit and um, Live Through Faith Ministries is pushing forward. And we are moving our Bible studies to a Wednesday night um, setting in a church where people can come um, and it's not in my apartment <laughs> anymore. And um, Friday nights, we meet in the community and we serve the community every other Friday. It looks different every single time, uh, but we have meals and we have kits and we have clothing and we have relationship and people look forward um, to seeing us. And you can be a part of this ministry um, by just coming and hanging out. You know, we don't ask people to tithe, like tithe to your church, tithe, tithe to, the, to your community of, of uh, leadership and trust that the Lord will bless you for it. Um, but this isn't about giving to us unless you want to. This is about um, just serving with young people and, and loving people. And getting outside of yourself is so important. And being spiritually fed is really important. And I'm still plugged into the young adults community that I was. I'm still serving. I still want to be there. Um, it's just not in the same way, and that's okay. And I'm still finding different outlets and different communities. And um, I found this one ministry someone invited me to um, on Saturday nights. And I'm going to link all these ministries in the, in the bio so that you guys can um, get connected to a good community of people here in Palm Beach. But the Soundwaves community um, Saturday nights has been really amazing in Boca like life-changing for me. Like I feel ministered to in that environment where in every environment I'm outpouring and ministering this community, um, not, you know, by anything other than, than Jesus has really um, just made me fit in in a new way as someone who's in creative ministry and wants to be planted in creative ministry. It's a really special place. Um, so there are so many places. I remember when I first started coming to my church, I just was so in awe that there was a place um, for me and there's a place for you. So I'm going to link all these places um, in the link um, below so that you guys can check it out. Go somewhere. Go get out of hanging out with the wrong crowd. The club has nothing for you. Like drinking and partying and drugs like literally leads to death and you know it. And all of us have this thirst and this hunger for more. And that more, guys, is with the Lord. That is your more. It's Jesus. He's the answer. He's the truth. He's the way. So 
Um, I want to encourage you if you have questions, if you want to talk, if you want to pray, if you're like, I don't get this Jesus thing. I don't believe in this Jesus thing. Reach out to me. Let's talk about it. Like, let's get coffee. Like, I respect your views. You respect my views. And we can talk about it. Um, so I love you guys. This is a life update. Get out of your anxiety. Get in community update. Even when you don't want to be in community, be in community. Because they're praying for you. They fight for you. They just, they're there. And that's what we all need. That's what we pray for. Um, and God is still moving. And Live Through Faith Ministries is going to continue. Just a Girl in Her Bible is a quick little synopsis of what I've been working on. This is its own thing. So we have Live Through Faith, which you've seen the podcast name change throughout the years. Uh, Live Through Faith Ministries is the ministry. Um, that is going to, it's going to say Live Through Faith Ministries or LTF. Um, and Just a Girl in Her Bible is going to be more of a reflection of me personally. It's going to be the podcast for now. Uh, LTF, we do want to launch our own podcast with time. Um, but just a girl in her Bible is your girl live. I plan to bring some really special women on the podcast. Um, some guys got to bring the bros in. Um, so this is its own thing. I'm actually working on a website right now. Um, and we are going to be launching the website soon, which is going to be really cool. It's going to be a lot of testimonial, a lot of my writing that I've been wanting to share um, that God has really been just having my hands like, like type, type, type away. Um, it's going to be coming out. So I just love you guys. Thank you for everyone who just supports the heck out of me um, through all of my um, seasons of life that I've gone through in the church and uh, just in general. Um, but I'm doing so good. Isaac is so good. I'm actually in Tallahassee right now recording this, working uh, for my job, which is a really cool job, um, at a hotel in my room before I'm about to go to work. Um, but yeah, I love you guys so much, and I'm just so grateful. And if you need prayer, if you want to connect, um, my Instagram is live underscore A-P-O-N-T-E. If you're listening to this and don't have my Instagram, that is it, live underscore Ponte. It'll also be in the description box. But uh, go with God. See you guys next Monday. Love you guys.